Hey there, hustlers! Welcome to the Hustle by ENA. We're your hosts, Rithi and Ranga, and today we are joined by Shan Shah, an Ashoka alum who will be sharing his story with us. Shan is co-founder and COO of Freekins, a very young domestic denim brand that has observed enormous success since it was founded in 2018. Hi, Shan. How are you? Hello. Hi. How are you guys? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? We're uh, we're pretty good, man. We're just stuck in lockdown, same as everyone else, but we're making the most of it, and we're happy to have you here today. Thank you so much. Um, so before we get into talking about your business itself, we thought it would be nice to talk a little bit about your time at Ashoka first, which wasn't so long ago since you graduated only this year. Um, but we know that Freekins yes. has been in business since 2018. So what was it like mm-hmm. exactly being a college student and an entrepreneur at the same time? Um. As Freekins has been uh, has been there since 2018, but it had gone through a lot of changes until I came in 2019 October full time. Until then, I was just a consultant for Freekins because I was I, like I was studying and there was a lot of things going on there. So basically, I had to give a lot more attention to um, the business rather than just doing academics. And in the third year, I had to do just academics. and being a rigorous academics i was not good part like i was i'm not a good academic student like i'll be frank <laughs> i did not like studying uh, and writing essays that i think every ashokan student should love but yeah i didn't so that's it like that's about it right and you you've just mentioned that uh, you've been connected to freekins ever since your college days What does it feel like, uh, you know, to own a startup? Is this something that you've always wanted to do? Oh, for sure. Like, there's always that. You know, everyone has a dream that okay, this I'm going to do this business. I'm going to first. There's this made-up path that everyone has, right? Like, everyone has this stereotypical path that I'll do something, I'll get gain experience and do some jobs, and then come and do my own business. Mm-hmm. But I just thought that. Why can't I just try? Like, what will, what is the most like maximum thing that will happen? It won't work, right? That's okay. it, and that's life. I think most of most of our things don't work. I think one out of thousand things work. Right. So just one thing is a shot, and one will work. So it's eventually that. So Shan, the apparel's market has always been highly competitive. um how do you differentiate yourself in such a market and you know um create brand equity in such a field okay so as i um okay so can you just tell me any brand that does denim levi like just out of the box right okay let's just take levi's for us instance now now does levi's does only for women or just does it do for everyone for everyone right now there's where we distinct ourselves we just do denim for women mm-hmm. and there's no other brand in the country who does only women denim either they do men and women or right. they do a lot of things in women right and the other usp that we have is we mint designs i think we mint five designs every day and we can go from fat, like go from a design to delivery in exactly 2 weeks because we have the manufacturing power whereas no other con- no other company in the country has a manufacturing power for the same company like if you say lifestyle or if you say ginger or some 
commercially commercial shopper stops such brands have to come to different manufacturing units to get their pieces made and that okay. whole process takes six a uh, six i think more than 3 months so basically on time is the main the main difference right and um you have recently transitioned from a b2b to a b2c model how did you go about um conducting the market research and developing a product positioning mechanism before you made the actual transition right so okay so i'll take you from the very start so basically when freaking started it was a designer brand where right. we would do something every design would be very bold okay just to create that impression saying okay we can do this we can do that this is our design specific like this is our design technicality we can be very technical about our designs stuff like that because normally if you see any other any other company they are not too technical about it right because it's also not commercially viable to sell it because not a lot of girls can carry it right because everyone has their own style and i i don't think it, like being very being very straight that indian indian market is not that mature enough to understand such bold designs especially in the tier 2 and the tier 3 market right but you know given the way that the current trends are emerging do you still think that there is potential um for a target audience uh, among women in the tier 2 and the tier 3 cities i think but currently with the trend i think tier 2 tier 3 or tier 1 i think women are much more stronger women are much more bold and they are much more aware about themselves now i think that is the thing that is changing it i think women are changing the world right now some of the best faces with the pandemic as well and i just think women are the front face of the country and i think we just want to support them saying okay you can break your stereotype you have to like just walk out of it and that's i think also our tagline what's your freak right so shan there are all these business schools you know ivy league schools that claim to know all about business but what according to you is something that a harvard for example simply cannot teach what harvard does not teach is one thing is to go like see it as a third party not as a person who's already in the business because i think iams or anything like even in ashoka if you see there's one stereotypical way of thinking that we are told you think think through like this this is the steps to think right, right? and i think that is bullshit i just think what you need to do is think anything you want to do like if that right. if you say if my my product is going to sell and i can put it in a bus bus and it's not going to affect my brand i'm okay for it but if there's someone who's very stereotypically made out of a business school he'll be going through okay this is there now let's make a design now let's do this now let's do this now let's do this is the final outcome right i just say i for here in freaking this just a go give it a try anyways we are made out of an experiment what what will be the max thing that will happen it won't work right that's it right. but what if it works a lot of the times in entrepreneurship we hear that we should be worrying about the big picture and we shouldn't worry too much about the smaller decisions but what's your opinion on how significant these small decisions are in the grand scheme of things i think if you have a vision that is strong enough that okay this is where i want to reach at the end of the year small decisions will matter only if you are changing that vision if the vision is the same i think small decisions don't matter 
and you have to be very flexible with going from a to b or like b to z it doesn't matter how do you reach there but you just have to reach so small decision i just don't think small decisions matter i think small decisions together matter much more than making the like individually placing them and saying okay this is going to matter and this is going to matter like like if we are matrix of small decisions only then it will go is going to work right but do you ever see yourself sacrificing the smaller victories um because you see a long term vision oh yeah for celebrating part every decision we take you're going to celebrate in free kids if you see come to a factory once you'll understand that we are celebrating every day <laughs> but that does not that does not mean that we are taking small decisions and it's affecting uh, every our core day to day business because we are right now doing 300 400 uh, say uh, say orders a day and uh, 304 and we had this thing of doing if we do 500 orders we have to do a party so every second day there's a party because now we cannot change the whole module as well so shan tell me a little more about how did this how did this culture come to be like it's very difficult to create this sense of you know community and the sense of collectiveness how did you you know create this culture and this work environment at taken um by not hiring any experienced individual everyone's fresh out of the college everyone's under 25 and everyone's supremely full of energy we are working 20 26, 23 hours a day and i think wow. the warehouse guys are like bones they are working 24 hours without like if if there's something happening we just make a call and everyone's up on their feet even in the night even at 3 am in the morning i have woken up at 3 am in the morning to rectify things to handle things so because it's just that when you come with experience you have that notions that okay you're going to do something which is in your boundaries you hmm. we're all struggling to ourselves in what we want we actually don't know what we want right so that's the best part everyone's trying to do everything okay right so shan looking back at your journey you mentioned that you know somebody straight out of business school have a certain very stereotypical trained way of thinking um so given your experience in your journey what are some of the skills that you feel no amount of formal training can teach an entrepreneur um to adapt to adjust and to accept right I think this is the triple A we call and in freakins also everyone has to go through this thing not a training but the mindset needs to be changed to adapt accept and adjust and I think if you if you also be being very personal if it's Ashoka I think Ashokans I feel lack the triple A's it's very hard for us to collaborate and partner because I think we are some of the greatest minds in Ashoka but sometimes this greatest minds think that they are right in all the senses so i just feel one skill that no one can teach you is this triple a where you need to accept your wrongs accept someone else's wrongs move on with it adapt to the next change and adjust to the adjust to the new beginnings or the new systems like you mentioned um a lot of what we learn at ashoka is very theoretical or any business school um for that matter but Is there something that our uh, universities like Ashoka can do to help promote entrepreneurship and help budding entrepreneurs succeed? One thing I think I have told I think I was talking to uh, one thing that needs to change is you need to give them something to experiment like just make them make them 
confident enough to try make them confident enough to actually say it's okay if it's not working i'm still alive and i'm still happy and i can do something more of it if you see any major in ashoka after the third year or the fourth year all they care about is getting a job and if you see like i just i when they sit for the thing and then they they come back and say oh shit mera nahi hua yaar i'm really sad about it i'm just saying theek hai yaar ek hi to hai thodi na aisa ki and so one of my friend wanted to go into consulting and couldn't get through hmm so i was like here is the company here is my company here there are two other clients of mine who i work with on consulting basis you can uh, you do that case study make a case and we'll pay on whatever amount we can at least you start with something right and if you are only doing it for the resume it's never going to help so i think ashoka well, one thing ashoka and business schools can change is to not make people make students not focus on their resumes one of the final questions we had was uh, about covid and the pandemic um and have there been any ways in which the pandemic has actually been a silver lining or a benefit to freekins in any way um yeah so basically the whole, okay this is some personal story that i'm going to share i joined in october 2019 and we were doing continuous sales and the whole manufacturing department we were not at all uh, we were not at all focused on freekins we're not at, because freekins was just a small baby of us now in when you say that in uh when you say that we are not focused that means we were not actually giving out new designs or nothing pandemic made us realize that hello you have a baby that's that can become an elephant in the market so focus on that because it's time to raise that baby and out of that we created two more brands and shan my final question for you was about yeah. the name itself Mm. Is there a story behind uh, how you came up with the name for of Freakin? Yeah, because we are Freakin good. We are we are we are Freakin awesome. <laughs> so that's about it. Those were our questions. Hope you enjoyed the interview. Perfect. Thank you so much. It was a great thing. I loved it. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we hope you enjoyed the show.